maybe what I'll do today is we'll talk a little bit about anger and how um, meditation can help overcome it, since this is why you came. Yeah. <laughs> so it might take a little while, so maybe we'll break it up. I'm not sure. We'll see how it goes. Um, is that okay with you? You get that right? All right. Um, so, uh, you know, the anger, it comes from, it's like a, it really comes from frustration. You know? And the frustration is there because we're trying to have a peaceful life, happy life, um, fulfilling life. But it's very difficult. There's so many factors that are uh, making it so we don't have a happy, peaceful, fulfilling life. You know, there's anytime we try to do anything for pleasure, we find that there is some things that are getting in the way of it. This is called the threefold miseries of material existence. It's there um, in the, the scriptures of the yogis. They talk about these threefold miseries. And they are, um, the, the first one is categorized as the miseries caused from the body and the mind. So when we're trying to find, when we're trying to have a good time, a peaceful life, a happy life, we have, content, we have to contend with the miseries of the body and the mind. Uh, well, if we break that into two, the body and the mind. So we have, you know, we can't, as you're probably experiencing right now, it's very difficult to even sit in a place for, you know, a prolonged period of time without feeling pain. Right? All you want to do is just sit comfortably and enjoy the meditation class. And you have to deal with your body experiencing pain. Right, and uh, uh, you know we we have to deal with the possibility: Am I going to get cancer? Uh, and the you know the different headaches and different uh, diseases we're prone to, and colds and flus and uh, um, headaches, and you know on and on and on. Different people have their different you know the. Because of the body, the woman has to go through all kinds of pain every month, you know, and then uh, as you get older, the, the volume gets turned up, you know, the pain, you can't even, things you don't even think about now, like uh, standing up is a huge ordeal because of the pain that it causes. Uh, so, um, you know, and then there's like, so then, that's just briefly speaking about that, and then it's like, then there's, you know, not only do you have to deal with that, but then you have to deal with your mind as well. You know, so you, your body may be fine, but you're worried about something, or um, you're thinking about something that you don't want to think about. Uh, like, you know, a lot of times we, we have this, like, issue, like, we want to, you know, we everything should be fine. Like, it's a nice day outside, nobody's hassling me, but my mind is uh, causing me all kinds of problems. It's making it so I can't enjoy the day like I, I want to, right? For example, maybe somebody 
like if I have maybe if I have a, a partner in life, a boyfriend or a husband, you know, they're they didn't even do anything wrong. Or they're not, you know, but we're thinking, are they doing this wrong to me? Are they cheating on me? Or are they, you know, not paying attention to me? Or, you know, something like that. So on and on, our minds are going from one thing to the next, making it so we can't have peace, you know? So, so while we're trying to experience joy and happiness, we have these things constantly bombarding us with different problems, right? So that's, that's the first one. And then we have uh, miseries caused by other living entities. So it could be a nice day, it could be, uh, the mind might not be hassling you, and you go for the swim, you go for a swim, and then a blue bottle bites you, you know, or a shark bites you, or, um, you know, you have, or, or uh, you know, the neighbors playing their music real loud, or you have uh, traffic on the way to the beach, and, or you take your kids to the beach, and they drive, they're fighting in the back seat the whole time, you know? So, uh, or you have um, uh, Malcolm Turbo raising taxes, you know, the government causing problems, or it's an endless unknown, your friends causing you problems, your family members causing you problems, right? So you have that going on as well. Uh, mosquitoes and whatever, right? So many different living entities can cause trouble. Uh, and then you have uh, natural forces, like um, the cold or the heat, uh, rain, tsunamis, earthquakes. So you have this constantly going on, it's constantly bombarding you these things. You know? And uh, so the person who's trying to find joy and happiness in this world is constantly having to overcome these things. And what, and because the forces that are uh, in control of us, these things that we can't control, uh, it brings about a deep frustration. It's very difficult to not be uh, frustrated when actually it's impossible when you're in this consciousness of trying to enjoy the world as your uh, source of happiness it's an impossibility that you won't feel some sort of anger so you're not alone um, to one degree or another everyone has it in this world So what a mantra is, is that it's a transcendental or spiritual sound. So the reason why we meditate on a mantra is because the, when you meditate on the sound, these transcendental sounds, which are uh, actually the mantras are names of God. And 
they're not just regular sounds. If a person hears these uh, names regularly, they start to experience uh, there's something special here. There's not just a regular sound like every other sound that you hear during the day. Um, the Actually, it's described in the Vedas that the all of God's transcendental energies and potencies are there within the name. And actually, He's there personally. Actually, God is there. So, actually, people meditate on mantras and meditating on God. This is what... And so, this is what um, we're propagating as the... Uh, the way to experience the happiness which you seek, the love that you seek, the friendship and the warmth and the shelter that you seek. So God is there within the sound. So all a person needs to do is regularly meditate on the sound. And what happens is their heart becomes more and more purified. And then they're able to experience a very close relationship close experience with God. This is known as Samadhi, this, this very close, intimate relationship with God. When a person experiences a heart-to-heart, -heart, deep, loving relationship. So this is the effect of regularly practicing the mantra meditation. So the word meditation, we, we spoke a little bit about the word mantra, but the word meditation it means to put your mind on something. So, uh, you know, we're all putting our, everyone in this world, they're putting their mind on something. Uh, the businessman has, has his mind on money, right? And the, the politician has his mind on power. And the, uh, the, the wife has the mind on the husband, the husband has the mind on the wife or on the secretary or many other things. The surfer has his mind on the waves. Uh, the um, uh, artist has their mind on the art, musician, music and so on. Everyone, there's always people there and they're always meditating on certain things. And when we meditate on the things of this world, it brings up, it gives us a certain taste. This is why we meditate on it, right? The surfer is meditating on the waves because he derives some pleasure from it, right? The, the, the woman meditates on the, on the, the man because she, uh, enjoy, she loves him, she, she likes him, she's attracted to him, she gets some happiness from the relationship. Same thing with the husband. And this is why the businessman is meditating on the money, because he, he thinks the money is going to make him happy if he gets it. You know? And when he gets money, he gets to spend it on things, and he gets certain pleasure from that. Right? So the people in this world, they're addicted to these, what's called material enjoyment. That the enjoyment of the material world in some way. And this addiction, what it... it Forces, it blinds us to the fact that uh, those things actually don't even really make us happy. We're attached to those things, 
but we don't experience the fulfillment that we want, the happiness that we want from them. It's always up and down, up and down. No matter what, you, what you're into, it's up and down. It's never increasing in joy. It's always, you get some, and then you, you're down for a while, and then you get a little bit, and then you, you come up. You can, you can analyze anything. The businessman, he's, he's experienced, oh, he makes some money, and then the rest of the time he's struggling, he's worried, he's struggling, and he loses money, he's, he's on a bummer. He gets beaten in business somehow. And then he makes some money, he experiences being safe. It's never, he's always, have you ever seen like the stock market? It's never a shh, it's always like up and down, right? And the relationships, how are they? Are they always just a constant increasing in happiness? You know, it's not. It's always up and down. The surf, you go for a wave, sometimes it's good, but other times it's not so good. Sometimes it, when you think about it, it, when you go to check the surf, you're experiencing excitement and happiness because it looks good and it's clean and it's glassy and there's uh, no one out. But other times, it's filled with people, it's on shore, and it, it brings you frustration, you see? So anything you put your mind on in this world, you're always getting this up and down syndrome, right? It's never a, You can never find peace. It's always... It's always... You're worried about it. Am I going to get it? Even if you get it, it doesn't bring you the happiness that you want. And then you lose it, and then you, you're experiencing anxiety because you lost it. Where's the peace? You, know, you, never, you never find peace. You can never arrange your life in such, a situ in such a way where you have this peace that you see, you know, this freedom from anger and frustration. Actually, you can't separate anger and frustration. This fr the anger comes from the frustration. So, as the... the so when we're trying to find our life, our peace, our happiness in this external world, we're always going to be plagued with this anxiety and frustration. There's no way around it. That's the way it is in this world. So there's no chance. If you have this mindset of trying to find my happiness in this place, uh, there's no way you're going to become free from anger. But if you regularly practice the, um, if you regularly practice mantra meditation, more and more your consciousness, your happiness, your source of happiness, is comes from this inner relationship with God. This, uh, and the heart, the meditation, the mantra has the the effect of cleansing the heart. And right now our hearts are very hard, and, uh, but as we take to the meditation, what happens is it has the, it's filled with uh, power, the meditation, the mantras, and, and then they gradually cleanse the heart, and the heart more and more experiences this um, closeness with God. Because I am not the physical body, I am the soul, the spirit soul within the body. Actually, I have an eternal relationship with God. But due to the desire to try to enjoy the world, I have forgotten this relationship. My, my um, uh, whole consciousness has been fixed on trying to enjoy outside, trying to enjoy the world, dominate the world, uh, and try to get as much things as I can, 
in, under my control so I can enjoy them. This is the material consciousness. The spiritual consciousness is the opposite. The spiritual consciousness is one of uh, becoming the um, humble, uh, loving servant of God. When a person is experiencing uh, this close relationship um, where I am the humble servant of God, uh, then um, what happens is the heart naturally lights up with joy, experiences great happiness and blissfulness. And no matter what happens outside, it cannot touch this inner relationship in this inner world. So this is this consciousness, uh, this experience, is what mantra meditation brings about. If you regularly practice it, you'll start to experience gradually more and more this uh, very close relationship with God. And this close relationship with God uh, is the is a great source of happiness. Actually, one of the names of God is Rama. Rama means the reservoir of all pleasure. So, uh, the the person, the people who are experiencing this uh, samadhi, this very close relationship with God, they experience within their hearts great transcendental happiness and blissfulness. It's so far beyond anything that this world can offer that um, they lose interest in uh, trying to enjoy this world. In other words, they break the addiction. How do you break an addiction? By tasting something better that actually is satisfying. And you taste something better, then it's very easy to give up the lower taste. You know, just like if for dinner every night all you had to eat was a uh, piece of bread, right? margarine on it. And that's your, that was your whole dinner every night. Actually, if you had nothing else, there was, no other food, there was no other food to eat, you'd be quite attached to that bread and butter. Right? Even though it's giving you, even though you're, you're, you're not, um, it's not giving you all the nutrients that you need, still that's very important to you because you don't have anything else. Right? There's nothing else that you have. So that bread is important. But if I came along and I brought you this delicious gourmet vegetarian meal with samosas and ice cream and um, you know all the goodies, all the good pizza, whatever, right? I gave you a delicious meal like that. That piece of bread wouldn't mean anything to you anymore, right? You'd, you'd easily, if someone were to try to take it away before, you'd fight for it. But now if someone would take it away, you'd sure have it. It's no big deal. You know? I have this whole other feast I can eat from. So the yogi he becomes detached from the world, not, not by uh, forcing himself out of the world, uh, like a monk living in a cave, no. But he, the, the highest yogi, tastes the happiness of um, this closeness of relationship with uh, God. And then he's able, because of the, the, the sweetness, the taste, the positive pleasure of this experience, he's easily able to give up his addiction to trying to find happiness in this external world. You see? So it's not a matter of trying to give it up. It's a matter of trying to concentrating on trying to taste a higher happiness. 
And this is the gift of mantra meditation. You can easily do it. You don't have to be a, a great mystic yogi. All you, all you have to do is simply take this practice to heart and practice regularly and more and more this taste of closeness of a relationship with God uh, increases, flourishes in your heart and you're able to understand very clearly what I'm talking about. Okay? It's not a matter of faith, it's a matter of uh, just practicing is all. You can you can believe it or not believe, but if you if you practice, then you'll start to experience. That's why yoga is called a science. It's observable and repeatable. You you practice it, and then you experience the difference. You experience what's being taught. As this more and more this inner happiness develops, the frustration goes away um, because uh, you're not looking to find happiness in a place that can't give you happiness you see so this is how you do it there's no there's no shortcut you know there's no like you know some people will say oh we'll just focus on the um you know there's many different ways to get over the uh you know instead of like for example punching my husband i go punch a wall and let it out on the wall or something right so this is kind of getting rid of the external harm that you're doing with that anger. But it's not getting rid of it at the root, you see? This is how you get rid of it at the root, is by uh, changing your um, the place where you're trying to derive happiness. Actually, the yogi is not trying for happiness. He's happy. The, the, the person who is trying to get happy uh, is not happy, but the yogi doesn't think about uh, am I going to be happy if I do this or I do that because he's, he knows where happiness is he's drinking from it just like a person who's drinking water isn't thinking about where water is 